0: 5. Quick Divrei Torah on the Parashah with Rabbi Gil, student of TorahMusings.com Vayakhel. Number 1. Come Together. Parshat Vayakel starts with an unusual formulation. Normally when Moshe speaks to the people, uh, it begins with a formulation such as, vaydaber Hashem El Moshe Aleimor, and Hashem spoke to Moshe, saying, or Vayomer Moshe Elohim, and Moshe said to the people, but here it starts with Vayakel, Moshe has kol b'nei Yisrael, Vayomer and Moshe gathered the congregation of the children of Israel, and he said to them, what's, what's the reason for this unusual formulation of Vayakel? Rav Yaakov Milisa in his Nachlas Yaakov explains that sanctity, holiness, requires unity. And it's connected, inherently connected with unity, whereas opposed to impurity, is connected with disagreement, discord, disunity. Bnei Yisrael, at this point in time, had just been involved with the Egel HaZahav, with the golden calf, the, the height of impurity. And in order to be worthy, to be capable of building a Meshgun, of bringing the Shekhinah down to earth, uh, Bnei Yisrael needed to be sanctified. And the beginning of this process of sanctification is unity. They needed to be united even to, to start on their way towards holiness. And that's why Moshe Merabbeinu starts off this parsha, this, this this passage of building the Mishkan with Vayakel Moshe, of gathering them together so that they can begin on the process of becoming holy enough to bring the Shekhinah down to the Mishkan. Number two, why so strict on Shabbos? When the Torah tells us that it's forbidden to do work on Shabbos and Shemot, it's a repetition of something that we already learned before. And not only that, it tells us six days you should work should be done. And on the seventh day, that should be holy, a, a Sabbath of Sabbaths for Hashem. You must. Anyone who does work on Shabbos uh, will be executed. So why does the Torah begin by telling us six days you should work? And why does the Torah repeat this prohibition? The P'ninim Rabbeinu Svi Pesach Frank quotes Rav Arye Levin, the Magad of Yushalayim, who explains based on the Tosos and Psachim Dav Beis, who asks why, does the Torah, why is the Torah so strict on chametz on Pesach that it even requires us, obligates us to burn the chametz before Pesach. The tosos explain that the, because throughout the year we regularly eat chametz in order to break us out. Of, we have to break out of that habit for Pesach, so the Torah has to be strict, extra strict, and emphasize the prohibition with an extra obligation to burn the chametz so that we remove ourselves from our regular habit. Rabbi Ari Levine says that here are two questions about Shabbos answer each other. because Because we normally do work every day of the week, uh, so we have to break out of our habit on Shabbos, on, on the seventh day. That's why the Torah has to emphasize and repeat this prohibition in order to break us out of that habit of work specifically for Shabbos. Number three, only Shabbos. When the Torah tells us about the obligation to rest from work on Shabbos and Shmos Lamed, Lamed Hay Beis it starts off, On six days work should be done. Kodesh And on the seventh day should be holy. Why does the Torah begin with the introduction that six days you should work? The baseline is work is permissible. And the whole point of the Torah is to tell us that seventh day work is not allowed. So why even mention that six days you can work? Rev. Avigdor Nebensal in his Mitzion Michel Yofi uh Explains, which I'm adding a little bit to it, but he explains, I believe, based on the general principle that the Taz made famous, that anything that is explicitly mentioned in the Torah, the sages, chazal, are not able to prohibit rabbinically, even if they have a good reason. If the Torah says it's permissible, the sages cannot forbid it. Therefore, says Rav Nebensal, the Torah is telling us, you might have thought that Shabbos is so severe, you can't work on Shabbos, we should extend it a bit, so that to, just to make sure that you don't work on Shabbos, we'll also prohibit on Friday, or maybe on Sunday as well, so that you, you to make sure you don't violate Shabbos at the beginning and the end, we prohibit the day before and the day after. That's why the Torah is telling us, no, six days are permissible, and no one is allowed to forbid work on those days. Number 4 The fire of Torah The Torah prohibits burning a fire on Shabbos Don't burn a fire in any of your homes In any of your places On the day of Shabbos The Chasam Sofer al HaTorah Points out that Those four words If you look at the first letter Letters of each word And you move them around It spells Be'emes in truth and if you look at the last letters of each of those four words and you move the letters around it spells shalom peace says the chasim sofer that emes torah the torah that you learn on shabbos which is called emes so that should be bisholom meaning you should not learn with the harusa and yell and fight in the, in the normal way of torah on shabbos the way you learn should be peaceful and should be calm and should be less intense than during the week. And in that way, the fire of Torah, the shouldn't have that fire of Torah in Shabbos, rather because of owning Shabbos. In order to rest, you should learn in a calmer, more peaceful way. Number five, don't be so generous. When the people are giving for the Mishkan, eventually they gave enough to satisfy all the needs, and the people kept continuing giving more. And in Shmos, Lamed Vav, hey, uh, the people come to Moshe saying, they're giving too much, the people are giving too much, and Moshe gives a big announcement saying, no more, we don't need, we have all that we need, and then people stop giving. Ask the Divrei Shol, what's the big deal if people give too much? There's always a need for money. If not now, then in the future. Keep the money, keep whatever people give, and in the future use it to fund the the Mishkan and all all the ongoing needs. Uh, Why is it such a big deal that people gave too much? So explains the Divrei Shol. That people can give for two reasons Some people are just generous of spirit And they'll give, anyone who needs they'll give You ask them, they'll give uh, And uh, sometimes they want to get a little honor for that also They want a little covered If people need, it's for them It makes them feel good to give to people To give to others who need um, But then there are other people who give specifically for the mitzvah If there's a mitzvah to give They want to fulfill Hashem's will And in order to fulfill Hashem's will They'll give where it's needed, where there's a mitzvah So says the Divrashol, the question here was why were the people giving? Were they giving because it was a mitzvah because Hashem wanted them to? Or were they giving because they wanted to feel good by giving to others? So that's why when people gave too much, there was no more mitzvah for there. So Moshe Rabbeinu announced, the mitzvah is over. You can continue giving, and if you give, it'll be used eventually. Somehow we'll find a way to use it, Um, but the mitzvah is over, and the people stopped giving, and that showed that the reason the people were giving to the Mishkan was because they wanted to fulfill the mitzvah.